Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this uh, Saturday morning, 18th day of February. You know what I was thinking of when I was listening to this? What's that? I was thinking of Beyonce, and then I, I just kind of went back to last last week's halftime Super Bowl performance yeah. and, and thought about Rihanna, and I thought to myself, whose bank account would I like to have more? <laughs> Those are and you know what? If it were between the two and they said, you or Sam could split, you know, there's I wouldn't care which one you chose. No, not, I take you, the other ones. You, you you can't lose. I think though there are no losers. Would you say that Rihanna though is 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 above Beyonce? Because she got that line and in cosmetics. And I think that's what made her a billionaire. I don't know if Beyonce's a billionaire. I've no. not heard that. I know Jay Z has been. Max, this is where we bring you in here. You follow it. <laughs> you think it, this you is think in his wheelhouse. Yeah. They're both legends, obviously. Hey, anyway, I'm asking. I'm asking if, you, if if it's been confirmed that Beyonce's a billionaire. You're talking about the folks' money. Oh, it has, it has yeah. Been con- yeah, she's a billionaire. Jay Z's a billionaire. Rihanna's a billionaire. Well, I know billions he was. everywhere. I- <laughs> just billionaires yeah. everywhere. Just billions. <laughs> that, just now billions. that sounds like a ZZ Top song. No. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. He's a billionaire. Billionaire. Okay. Billionaire. There, there you go. There you go. We say to you on this Saturday morning, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a good morning to you folks in Locust Grove. Oh man, out of Locust Grove. Locust Grove. Yeah, down, way down, way down, way down there. Yeah. You know what? Where you get to where you get to Hampton. Down by the track. Down by the track. Down by the track. Speaking of the track, we're gonna be talking to the guy who runs the track. Absolutely. In about 20 minutes. Absolutely. That was nice. Appreciate you teeing that up. On this 18th day. A day that saw the first roll of U.S. stamps issued. First on this day, man Sam. Mm -hmm. Call you man. Hey. Hey man. Um 1908. Really? My grandmother was born. Yeah, stamps uh, that long. The first rolls of U.S. postage stamps were issued. And also on this date, bring it up a little closer, 1986. 86. The country started running the first series of anti-smoking ads in this country. Really? 1986. And the person they used was Yul Brenner. The famous, the first, the probably the most... Let me get this right. Sam, you tell me if this is a fair statement. Okay. He was probably the most famous 
bald person in this country for the longest time. Like the face, for the first. He was like the first famous bald person in this country. Ain't nobody shaving their head back in the 40s and 50s. Was he able to play play good roles or was he able to play – he was role. he was he was a certain type of act. He was a cowboy man. You see him at yeah, I know that. Seven? I know that. Now yeah. he played tough guy roles. And 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 because I always think that you know that, and you talk about a black actor, it was ball. He he was he was he was a villain. He was a bad guy. He was always. I mean, the only one that could change that a little bit was Lou Gossett. But Lou Gossett still was. But he his, was still later he, than him. Yeah, he's a tough, you know. Tough and he guy. was, of course, in the in, in the in the in the biblical series. Yes, <laughs> he was. He yes. was. Was it Romulus or Remus? I can't remember. In that, the Ten Commandments. Who? Yo, Brenner. Oh, it was Moses. He wasn't no, no, Moses, no, he, that was, was Charles Ram- Ramses, Ramses. Ramses, okay, Ramses, yeah. Ramses. So let it be written, so yeah, let it be done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was your brother, man. Yeah. And and the ladies had a little thing for him, too. Well, yeah, now. He was, he, was, he was ripped, but he was gone in 86, but they used him to get the message across there. Same and, 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 and posthumously, that, that commercial ran, like, after, after yes, he Yes, that's, that's why right. they did it. He, yeah. he died of lung cancer the year before, and because he was still famous, yeah. they used him. Uh, you know him talking about because I guess he had shot something, talking about it when he knew he was dying. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. Um, You'll yeah. brother. The, the family, their family would would be happy to know we we cigarette, cigarette commercials vanished. Yeah. They were like, yeah, they got everywhere yanked. except at NASCAR track when they were sponsored by Winston <laughs> and tennis. Tennis yeah. had them there for and, and a little Virginia bit. Virginia Slims. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, I am going to back up ten yards and punt and give you the floor uh, as far as. Uh, What's going on locally here? And I'll give you one. We'll end up on, an, on, on a, uh, a high note. Let's see here if I can do this. Well, actually, no, mention that his name wouldn't. So I'm going to move on. I'm going to just let you do this. Okay, okay. okay. I know at some point you're going to talk about Kennesaw and Kennesaw State. Yeah, we're going to do that. We're going to do we're gonna, so Let's talk about some college basketball, shall we? Go ahead. Because there's some high school tournaments that are still going on, still finishing today. I was out by one region tournament last, um, last night at, um, and saw Kale beat Cambridge. Both the boys and the girls to win the region championship. They were playing out of Chattahoochee High School last night. Cold, but I mean, you, you get out there, but but had a great time and saw some great basketball and great to see the coaches and the players. Uh, college basketball today. Uh, Georgia is at Alabama. Uh, Six o'clock start this evening. Of course, Alabama was number one when the week started. Uh, then they went out and they lost. Um, and so you know, we see what happens with them as far as the national rankings go. But Georgia at sixteen and ten playing at Bama. Today, Georgia Tech uh, has won two of their last three. They are home today against Florida Tech, taking a break from conference play as the 2 o'clock start over at McCamish. Georgia State on the road at Arkansas State, uh, 3 o'clock start there. I mean, Georgia State is like seeing the, the – they, they're going all across country. They were close to Carolina, then they're going over to Arkansas State, then they, they come back. They, they're all over the place. Uh, they play at 3 o'clock today. Kennesaw State is home today against Queens. It's at 2 o'clock. And Kennesaw State is now 21-7. and They're in sole possession of first place in the A-Sun by virtue of a win Thursday night. Greg, they came from behind. They were 14 points down. They had a 14-2 run in the second half to come from behind and beat Liberty 88-81. Liberty was winning this game. Right. And Kennesaw State found a second gear. Uh, and won it, and uh, they get that. So they're in sole possession in the first place. The place was packed. They had like one of the second or third largest crowds they've ever had uh, in their convocation center. And uh, in the locker room, these were these thoughts afterwards from the coach Keep and the first president. Adversity. Man, all right, and we built our character, okay? It's not easy to walk through what this program is walked through. You understand that? Yes, sir. All right, where you guys are going, man, 
That character tonight. Character wasn't even great. That's Kennesaw State, the locker room after the game, Coach Amir Abdul-Rahim. We had him, we had him on we the did, show. Weeks ago. And we talked with Coach, and he talked about this team and how they had, had struggled so much, uh, especially at the Division One level, uh, the rough seasons he had coming in there and now seeing them. And I got to say, watching them play, they remind me a lot of the Ron Hunter Georgia State teams. First of all, makeup of their roster is a lot of local guys. Uh, he's got a lot of guys who have stayed home. They're not the biggest team. Uh, but they play great defense, and they're a great perimeter. They can hit the jump shots. And so that's – Doing it all without the brown pants, too. Huh? Well, see, so you, you would bring that. You would Everybody bring that, brings it up. You know, I said without. Or, they, without. or without a stool to fall there off. There you of. go. There you go. You know, but uh, right now they're in the driver's seat in their conference and looking great. One other basketball today, Morehouse uh, playing Benedict today at 3 o'clock. They won nine in a row. Shout out to Coach Douglas Whitler. Uh, you know, Eric Slaughter told us mm-hmm. about his illness and hope he's continuing to recover. The team, like you said, they're on a mission for their coach. They're now 16-8. and eight. They See? won their last nine yeah. in a row. So that's great. Uh, but people were b- bemoaning the start of football. Like I said, the stop of football. Like I said, I saw football Monday morning. Uh, <laughs> you speak for yourself. I went over to Georgia State. You say it was good football. The, the, the you just want to listen to football. Was, 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 you just want to see some football. Yeah, okay. Guys, pad popping, guys out there working, coaches blowing whistles and getting after people. And that was at uh, Center Park Stadium. First thing, Monday morning, it was a little cool and brisk out there. It felt like football. Georgia State started spring football. And they started early this year, Greg, because, you know, in years, Pat, well, they, first of all, they finished four and eight. They couldn't wait to get back out on the field after last season. After three straight years of going to bowl games, a four and eight season does not sit well with, uh, with Coach Sean Elliott and everyone over, over at Georgia State. But traditionally, they've started and they've had to take a break mm-hmm. for, for spring break. They would start their spring workouts and then everything would pause for a break, and then they would come back and finish it. And three years ago they did this, they went on the pause, COVID struck, oh. and they never came back, right? So, I mean, that's – so right. this year they're starting sooner, and they had a chance to talk with Coach Elliott about what he hopes to get out of it. Great effort, and, uh, you know, uh, pleased with the first day. You know, <laughs> spring's a mixed match of, of, of ones, twos, and threes, new guys that have enrolled early. Uh, so a lot of things to certainly clean up, but very, very pleased with what we saw out here. I think, uh, you know, like I said, getting out here on the field earlier than what we normally, probably a month earlier than what we normally do, um, it feels really good. First time I've ever done it. Yep, so get out there earlier, work. They got a new strength and conditioning coach. And I looked at some people who physically look bigger, you know, like running backs. I'm like, what y'all feeding him? <laughs> some big guys, so so um, they're going to have to. The season's going to be tough. We know how much tougher the conference got with the addition of schools like Marshall and James Madison coming into the conference, and they've added a game uh, this season. The schedule's going to roll out, but they have a visit to uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. they got to go play at LSU this mm, upcoming this fall. Okay. So that's what's coming up with Georgia State. But a lot of new faces. Transfer portal is, is taken, but transfer portal has given uh, some players who come from places like Clemson, uh, to be a part of the Georgia State program this year, and some good freshman recruits, as he mentioned, that have enrolled early that are there. So that's some things right there. Can I mention some people who we lost this week? Um, yeah, well, let me get you okay. Wait? Wait, well, no, no, I don't want to wait. I want to say this first because I want you to end and spend some time on that. Um, how much time do we have? We got we got a few. Actually, go ahead. I'll hit you with this later on because okay. I, I want you to have ample time to do this. But something else happened. I wanted to bring up. Okay, but I will okay. in a second. Oh, was was several folks. 
we missed. First of all, we went from high school ranks. Um, my goodness, we, uh, we we lost a real coaching legend in Chuck Miller. He passed away this week. He'd been a coach at many schools around the area, Cartersville, uh, Henry County. Um, and so uh, we want to remember, remember all of his former players and the Miller family uh, losing coach. Uh, just a, a legend, a big winner, uh, coaching boys and girls teams, and uh, just a great personality for high school basketball and for athletics in the state of Georgia. So we want to uh, send our thoughts and condolences out to the Miller family. A couple of other Giants. Um, my goodness, uh, in the community, in the city of Atlanta, a lot of people have talked about uh, Thomas Dortch. And Tommy Dortch is someone who's just a, a, a giant figure in the area uh, with 100 black men of Atlanta, 100 black men nationally. Um, the, uh, the National uh, Black College uh, Hall of Fame, not the Sports Hall of Fame, but the Alum Hall of Fame, people who attended HBCUs, he founded and led that, and also a member of my uh, fraternity, Omega Psi Phi fraternity, and he passed away this week. So shout out to his family, and their condolences for them, and also for uh, Reverend Dr. R.L. White uh, in Mount Ephraim Baptist Church, his wife, one of our former co-workers downstairs and around the corner at WAOK, Lorraine Jock White. So we send our condolences to her and their family as well. So some uh, some true giants, some trees have fallen this week, some people who have been, been pillars in our community. Just want to acknowledge You that. do that so well. This is I've, I've explained this to you before. When, when messages like that need to be delivered, I need to go and, and, and get a cup of coffee on this show because you just have this way, this warm embrace in your voice and, and, and credibility more than anything. It's like, it's like your pastor. It's like, uh, you know, that clergyman who's reading and, and, and delivering a very, very unpleasant message. Nobody does that better than you. And I just wanted to say that, and I'm not making fun, but I have, I've told you this before. And when things like this happen, now we're going to talk about some folks that we lost nationally that yeah. have, and, and fall into the, to our world as far as sports, but mm-hmm. locally here where we know we're talking to some people who probably know some of them folks. Oh, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Very much. You are you are the perfect messenger for that. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 the game, 929thegame.com. Real quick, at some point, if you get a chance, man, I wanted to just ask you, Clark Atlanta, the fire this past week in that building, are they gonna try again to save this? Because this is like the second time, right? There was yeah. there was something else that happened to it before, and they had to jump through all types of hoops and and actually create some sort of historic committee that saved it. So it, I don't know what they're going to do over there. Yeah, are they going to do it again? Are they going to be able to? But I saw that Blaze this week. I thought you guys, you know, and Eric over there, he's got connection with Morehouse. But, yeah, that they've got to keep – they've got to preserve that. Oh, absolutely. They, they just got to, regardless of the cost. I mean, that's that's part of the fabric of this city. And I ain't got no connection to the AU. <laughs> I really don't. But you know that there are things here that are, for business purposes, being, you know, torn down. Got to make room for what's next. Anyway, moving into the uh, – 920 segment, and we are going to talk Atlanta Motor Speedway. We're going to talk Daytona 500 with a guy who's, well, he's he been down to Daytona, but he obviously running things at Atlanta Motor Speedway. We're going to talk about their upcoming race. Brandon Hutchinson, friend of the show, is going to join us next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. On the Saturday morning, 18th day of February, everybody's getting ready for racing action tomorrow. Yeah, Daytona 500. Can't wait. Great American race. You're doing your Bart Scott impression again. Can't wait. <laughs> Can't, Can't wait. wait. Here, we're going to hear about what's going on down there. I do want to get the thoughts of, of our next guest on what we saw in, in, in the Coliseum a few weeks ago. 
you know, yep. taken away from the big kickoff. Just just everything, the changing nature of NASCAR. But this is a guy whose name has been mentioned <laughs> regularly for the last. Well, when it was it that we we thought about wanting to go to Chicago for that NASCAR <laughs> <Yeah>. race, <laughs> and we started thinking about people who we could. We could go and cut their grass or, you know, take care of babysit for them to see if they could hook us up and be their correspondent up at the Chicago race. But eh, we didn't really call in that favor. But as we welcome Brandon Hutchison on, who wears many hats at Atlanta Motor Speedway, but the buck stops at his desk. Uh, executive director, president, general manager, but more importantly, friend of the show. And he is the guy who makes sure that all of you have an incredible racing experience when you go out to Atlanta Motor Speedway, whether it's in the spring, whether it's in the fall, whether it's for any other reason. How's that for a setup? They have a lot of other things going they on. They had a ton of other things going Always. on. And this man is probably smiling right now because he's going to get an opportunity to talk about all those things. Brandon, happy new year. Welcome to the show. And uh, how are you doing, sir? Greg, Sam, thank you for having me this morning. I tell you, I don't know that I deserve the intro, but uh, I sure do appreciate it. You know, we're excited too. Tomorrow kicks off the season and, uh, before you know it, they'll be right down here in Hampton, Georgia, for the Ambetter Health 400 weekend. Wow. Uh, but you are just back from Daytona. So you've been there. You've seen things up close and personal. So we got to ask you your impressions of what we're going to see uh, today and tomorrow down there. Well, I don't know what we're going to see today and tomorrow, but I do know that it was 80 degrees yesterday and it's 29 <laughs> degrees today. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love my city, but uh, sure do wish I was down there on the, the the sands of Daytona Beach this morning. But uh, but no, you know we saw some some uh, some racing last night in the Craftsman Truck Series. Zane Smith uh, repeated in Daytona, so um, you know we're excited about the the racing today. Excited about the racing tomorrow, and uh, who knows? You know Daytona is always kind of that outlier. You know Kyle Busch. It'll be interesting to see what he does. He has more drafting partners now that he's in a Chevrolet. We saw him in the duels the other night running up front before uh, he got mixed up with Daniel Suarez. So keep your eye on Kyle Busch. But I tell you, my dark horse all week, and I don't know why, has been Chase Briscoe. I think he's going to have a good season. Uh, so keep your eye on him as well. Brandon Hutchison joining Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. We haven't had you on in a little while to get your thoughts on a couple things that have happened, changes within the sport. And uh, now that the dust has settled, we're into the second year of the clash out in the Coliseum. we got the new-gen car. Let's start with the clash. What are your thoughts on that? And then I want to get your thoughts on the car. Now that we're heading into the second season with this new car, your thoughts on it as, and whatever changes that may come to it uh, heading into this new season. But let's start out in California. Yeah, you know, I think it's amazing the chances that NASCAR is taking and going to these different markets. You know, you don't think of NASCAR at the L.A. Coliseum, but we certainly did it last year, and it was a it was a hit. So we went back this year, and I think it was equally as impressive to take the the stadium that that you and and Sam and I have seen our entire lives. Uh, be it for for football um, and other events, not not NASCAR, but thought it was pretty cool. It's a great way to kick off the season. It uh, kind of mixes things up, gets us out there on the West Coast, which is a market that uh, has been strong for NASCAR. But as we go into the 75th anniversary, um, it has proved once again to to be a success. And I'll tell you, you know that dovetails nicely into this next gen car. You know, last year we saw as competitive on track racing as we've seen in a long, long time. They've worked hard in the off season to 
to try to uh, make it even better, you know, and I think they've done that. We've seen that over the last couple of weeks. We had 46 lead changes amongst 20 different drivers in Atlanta last March. I expect with the tweaks they've made on this car, we'll see an even more exciting race in just a couple of weeks. Go spending time on the waitforit.com hotline this morning with Brandon Hutchins from Atlanta Motor Speedway, and he is social. You can find him on Twitter at BrandonHutch72, at BrandonHutch72. Um, Joey Logano, what's this guy trying to tell us, man? I mean, he won everything last year. He wins on, wins on the temporary track. He comes wins one of the duels. And, and I guess he's the guy we got to watch tomorrow. Talk about him and, and really that, that Penske team. You know, Joey has been a phenomenal race car driver since the time he could get in a Bandolero car. The, 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 the young man is a talent and and I know that there's a lot of mixed feelings on Joey Logano, but if you really take all things considered, uh, he's as good as there is out there, no doubt. Picked up his second championship last year. He looks a little different this year. Um, you know, he's got some new sponsors, and he's got a he's got a full head of hair, so he's looking good this year. And uh, you know, he is expected to again be strong. Ryan Blaney, you know, I think everybody had higher expectations for him last year. He still had a really good year. We just didn't see him in victory lane like we thought we would. And I think he'll have a, a strong year. I know when, when you mention the name Penske, um, you know right away yeah. that it's a first-class organization with first-class workers, and I think they're going to be just fine. Uh, Brandon Hutchinson again Grant, uh, joining Sam and Greg here at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. All right, let's talk about what's going on the weekend uh, March 17th, 18th, and 19th, leading into the M Better Health 400. But the race weekend, you come on here when, we, when, when Atlanta Motor Speedway is getting ready to host the weekend, and you talk about not just the race, not just the drivers, but the bells and whistles that you guys put out for the fans when they come out there. And it seems like you guys raise the bar with every race, with every race weekend. So as we get ready for this March race, what along with the, you know, the Coca-Cola Corner VIP experience, the weekend packages, the, the pre-racetrack pass, Club One Gold, all that sort of stuff. What are fans going to look forward to when they come out for this race? You guys, we've known each other for years. Y'all know that I, as, I am as excited about <laughs> the off-track activities as I am the on-track activities, you know. We're an entertainment facility, and we want to make sure that if people choose to spend their money with us, and that's what they do, they choose to spend their money with us, that we give them as much entertainment as we possibly can. Hopefully they'll go away with some memories and want to come back. It all starts Thursday night. Fans will have a chance to drive their cars on the track no. at Atlanta Motor Speedway before NASCAR gets to town. And it all goes to support Speedway Children's Charity, so you can get on the new high banks of Atlanta Motor Speedway. Uh, Friday night, we've got the Camper Appreciation Party. We're going to open up the big bootleggers bar that overlooks Turn 4. There we go. We figure it's the op it's the opening of the NCAA tournament, so we've got about 50 TVs in there. We're going to turn those on, let people watch the uh, Madness. tournament. Look at this dude. Man, he ain't missing a thing. Look out. <laughs> well, I I'll tell you, you know, we, we know that there's fans of all types of sports, so we want to make sure they, they get their fill. And we're going to have Legends of Bandolero racing going on on the quarter mile at the same time as the party's going on. We're going to have giveaways, raffle prizes. It's going to be a big time. Free food. Um, kids are free on Saturday, the ninth year of the doubleheader, the Freight 208, and the Raptor King of Tough 250 on Saturday, followed by a big party in the Peach Pit. We're going to have Back in Black and ACDC cover band playing. 
And when it is over, we have a massive fireworks show, and that's all on Saturday. Sunday, the Ember Health 400 kicks off. Uh, we've got Parmalee, which is playing a uh, pre-race concert. We've got a fan zone with a kids' activities, driver Q&As. You've heard me say it before, guys. We try to fit 10 pounds in a 5-pound sack. Yeah, they do. Yeah, he's <laughs> doing it. He's doing it. Some of the fans actually look like – well, anyway. Yeah, he's doing it. He's doing it. Doing it. Well, well tell, us, tell us now. <laughs> see, 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 see. Right. Wait, can I – before he says anything, I, I, have, I have to ask him, this has got to be the funniest picture in the world, Sam, that when Brandon's sitting out there at the track, Thursday night especially, right, when you can bring your own car – I want to be that dude who's driving a Honda SU- SRV around Atlanta Motor Speedway. You got a bunch, got a bunch of SUVs taking laps out there. That's got to be a funny picture. It's a lot of fun, guys. It gives fans a chance to feel the banking. It gives fans a chance to get behind the pace car, get just a little feel of what these drivers are going to go through over the next few days. And, hey, I didn't even mention there's a VIP experience on Sunday morning. If fans want to uh, take a ride in the pace car, um, they'll have a chance to do that. And that benefits Speedway Children's Charities, too. And Speedway Children's Charities keeps money locally. It's a great organization that uh, raises funds for children's organizations. So uh, it's really cool. And, hey, don't forget, guys, kids are free at Atlanta Motor Speedway on Saturday. Kids are only 10 bucks on Sunday. We've got ticket packages starting at 69 bucks for the weekend. So come out, stay with us for the whole weekend. It's going to be an amazing time. And listen, yeah. July's not too far away, guys. We've got two races this year. You can get tickets to everything we're doing this year as it relates to NASCAR starting at 118 bucks. You can't go to a matinee movie with a family of four as cheap as you can go to Atlanta Motor Speedway. There you go. Man, that, that, that's pretty incredible. Man, that, and, and the summer race, I think, is going to be in the evening now. We're going to be under the lights. Sam, thank you. Yes. You know, we've listened to our fans. It's no secret. They don't call it Hot Lana for nothing. Um, we're going to take the race into the evening. It's going to kick off at 7 p.m. It's the weekend after the 4th of July, so we're actually going to start, guys, on Tuesday, July 4th. You, you heard me right. We're going to start our race weekend on Tuesday, July 4th. We're going to have a massive free fireworks show for the entire community. Anybody that wants to come out, can come out to Atlanta Motor Speedway on Tuesday, July 4th. And we're going to keep it going all weekend. So, yeah, the race is both races. The Xfinity race is going to be a night race, and the Cup race is going to be a night race, Sam. So, you're right. We're looking forward to it. And hopefully the fans will enjoy the cooler temps. Okay. Now, that, that's all well and fine, Brandon. But we, we need your help with something. And, Sam, we've got to get into this. Okay. Now, all, all right. The worst thing he can say is no. Okay. Or he can't do anything for us. But when he mentioned the date, it reminded me. It's either going to be before the Atlanta race or after, the week after. But you know we have been campaigning, Brandon, to be – in, in this case, your correspondent for the road race up in Chicago. That's where I'm from. Mr. Crenshaw's never been up there. I've been wanting to take him up there to see some racing, but also teach him some blues and all that stuff. So we found this to be a good way to <laughs> try to infiltrate Chicago. But we want to try to find a way to get up there. What is that race? And is that something that you're going to be a part of? This is, every time the sport introduces something new, it seems like the, the uh, other folks affiliated with the other tracks see the go there, much like California, and, and check out what's going on. Do you have any interest in going up to Chicago to see that race? Absolutely. I think it's exciting. I think it's going to be cool. It's what is special about the sport right now, as I talked about earlier, just going to different markets, new, special, and different. You know, racing didn't work out at uh, Chicagoland, and uh, no. uh, they're going to try the street race, and I think it's going to be amazing. I think it's going to be cool. And, hey, guys, 
you know, uh, quick pro quo. I will, I will take y'all to Chicago. Y'all let me come sit in there and host the morning radio show with you and just hang out and have some fun. I like talking to you so much that uh, can we just make a deal because I'm getting time. excited. I'm no, getting no, excited no, that's here. That's right. Hey, we ready for this. <laughs> we ready. Oh, uh, we ready. We're oh, about. we're gonna talk during the week, Monday yeah, through Friday. Absolutely. As long as we, absolutely. Like first, we gotta go talk to HR and legal. Make sure we didn't just we didn't break <laughs> right, any laws. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Let, let's hope. Let's hope they didn't hear me this morning. Yeah, they might yeah. say, guys, no, absolutely not. Um, but no, I think it's going to be fun, and, and we could certainly find a, a pathway for you guys to get up there. We we definitely need some correspondence up there, and uh, it's going to be fun. And it's the weekend before. The weekend after is uh, Circuit of the Americas in, in March, and then we go to the, the Chicago road course before us in, in July. So it's going yeah. to be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to the season. There's a lot of storylines. Jimmy Johnson coming back, yeah. Kyle Busch going to, to the, the Childress team. 46 lead changes amongst 20 different drivers at Atlanta Motor Speedway. I think we've got the most compelling racing with our new racetrack that you're going to see all season long. And I know I'm biased, but uh, it created an entirely different style of racing in Atlanta Motor Speedway and something that uh, we're tickled to death to see it coming back here on March 17th through the 19th. And let me just say, because you didn't say it, but we say it uh, in in different forms for different events throughout the course of the year. So everybody who is going – to this track, the, the the summer track, anytime you're going out to Atlanta Motor Speedway, you hear about all the bells and whistles that Brandon has added along with your your time out there that extend past the race. Right. You get fireworks and concerts. Ladies and gentlemen, please, 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 please bring your patience. Bring your patience because we know that folks, after a long day of getting out there, are going 100 miles an hour trying to get out of there. And sometimes they're patient sort of goes away at 4 in the afternoon and it's not with them at 8 o'clock at night. Be very patient. Atlanta Motor Speedway has worked very closely with local officials to make sure you and everybody else gets out of there safely in a very orderly way as best as you can given the size of the crowd that's going to be out there. So that's what we just want to say. We ain't got no time going to hospitals visiting folks, so just be patient. You will get home. Brandon, I know you didn't say it, but you would like us to echo that as we have folks going on out there. I tell you, the governor's office of highway safety might want to hire you to to, to do a one liner <laughs> major for them. I, I tell you that it's true. You know, everybody trickles into a speedway, and then everybody wants to leave at the same time. But I will tell you, just as you said, we work so hard with the uh, Georgia State Patrol, um, the the local Henry County Police Department, Henry County Sheriff's Department, the Georgia Department of Transportation. There's not a local entity that we don't work with to try to make the the experience both incoming and exiting uh as positive as as possible for our fans and i will tell you um we have a traffic plan that works as good as anybody in motorsports and you are not going to sit still in traffic i promise you that um it's just not a problem at atlanta motor speedway anymore we work real hard it's something big for us and and I didn't say it. I appreciate you saying it. Yeah. I just hope everybody chooses to come out to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Listen, I know guys Atlanta's a busy town. We've got such a a robust portfolio of sports to see and do in Atlanta. Don't overlook Atlanta Motor Speedway. It is a big time. Even if you're not a NASCAR fan, it's about the experience. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. put it on that bucket list. Come and see us. We'll create a fan of you, I promise you. Yeah, he ain't lying either. Yeah, really I know ain't. that's right. I know that's Brandon, right. we're going to be in touch with you, buddy. We'll get you up there to Chi-Town. Listen, and... hey, Greg, Sam, I – 
Let's quit. Let's let's talk about Atlanta. We'll think about Chicago later, but we'll get you there, guys. We'll get you there. <laughs> all right. All right. All I'm right. going to screw it up already. Yeah, see yeah, it? Yeah, see I'm going to mess around keep my mouth shut. We got to All right. Looking forward. <laughs> looking forward. Thanks, Brandon. That second weekend in March, man. And uh, as always, we can't thank you enough for coming on and being a part of the show. Is he gone? Well, he would have said thank you right there. I think he's gone. He really would have. He would have right, said thank right, you. All right. Anyway, it's uh, Sam McGregor. We're moving to this uh, last segment here. We're going to talk about some of the folks that we lost this past week and their connection to sports. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. <laughs> 92.9thegame.com. Okay. I didn't play. This is Max. Okay. We're, we're, we're breaking in our new producer here, and he's okay. he's obviously the Beatles fan. <laughs> he's obviously got it. You have to give him their flowers. Yeah, he's obviously a Beatles fan. Yeah, so. that's nice. The, the the lads from Liverpool. <laughs> that's where they're from, man. Hey, what's wrong? Well, it is it is a sort of way that we could lead into what we're doing this segment. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine The Game ninety two nine The Game dot com. Um, Morning. But, well, we did that earlier, Tommy. But we're gonna do it again in about ten minutes. Okay. Well, fifteen. Top of the hour there. There we go. Can we mention, again, Atlanta Motor Speedway out there, race weekend, 17th through the 19th, but things are going to get going throughout that course of that week. And and, and I feel bad. And we talk about how how, really how the place is set up for people to come. You know, people come out there days before the race. Absolutely. And we know that whole big area they have set up that it also is used as an evacuation point uh, when people, we have the uh, inclement weather, the hurricanes come through. That Florida, is a hurricane location spot. It is. It and, is. And, and I don't know if a lot of people spot. know about that. Yeah, and it's there, and they, they they welcome the people to come there. They get refuge from the storm until they can go back home. Um, the, the place is just remarkable. So if you haven't been out to see it, like you said, if you haven't been out, it's the experience. And uh, and just to be around and see it, to feel the energy, uh, and getting the chance to watch from the places we get to watch from, going to the garage and, and in the pits and whatnot, that's that's a, that's where you really get it. So I'm looking forward to it. Can't can't wait. And yeah, I'm looking forward to this. And, and all this tomorrow. stuff that they got going on. But I, I I really wanted to mention that because what he said, what Brandon Hutchison said, by the way, who just joined us, the most in part, and we we go through this all the time, especially when we have to go cover an event. What's the first thing we say after we were told, yeah, "Here are your tickets to go down to the event." What's the first thing we always say? Where's the parking pass? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> we don't yeah. want to go yeah. out. We got to make sure we can get in and out of there. And and getting in and out of Atlanta Motor Speedway the day of an event is something that weighs on the minds of people who go out there. Race fans, they don't care. But some other folks that sh- are on the fence need to know that mm. you don't need to be on the fence. You're yeah. going to get in and out You're of there. Get in and out. As, I as, mean, they, they, they really worked on it. They really worked on an interest to come in really on the backside of the track now. Uh, if you go down that next exit to Highway 20 and you drive right in, and there's never been a line on that side. But I know coming down Tara Boulevard, oh, you yes, know that, yeah. that that way would always get 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 kind of crowded, and so um and then you know leaving they got ways to get you out going in different directions too because everybody stays until the end, mm-hmm. you know what nobody leaves early now people somebody will get that extra super early and if you know a way you can drive right into the place especially if you're going into the infield uh, to park so uh, there are a lot of different ways to get in they've really worked on that and that that is uh, a, a deal but thankfully like you said with them and, and the state. They really work to uh, to make it so that people can't get out as quickly as possible when the race ends. And and by the way, let's just finish with this. If we are fortunate enough to get up there and do this, no, my Chicago, Chicago for that race, <clears throat> we are going to be correspondents first and foremost for Odyssey in yeah. ninety two nine. The game very much okay. Very make, much. If that wasn't made clear, yeah, 
Let's make sure that we got that out there. So yeah. we will be given the opportunity, you know, to go out there and and and, and file reports back here. And, you know, let you know what's going on. People know what we see. While we're chomping on some Geno's these pizza. Yeah, we have some of that. <laughs> that, should, that should be nice. Unos or Salernos. Get out to the Western Burbs. We can do that. Hey, man. So the first person you thought of when the news came down this past week that um, lost Tim McCarver. Um, two. I know one of them got to be the one I'm thinking of. But go well, ahead. Well, what two? Well, one, one is well, Steve Carlson. Okay. He was his you're guy. You're talking about, yeah, he's, he yeah was, you're right. He, he was his guy. He said, you know, this is my guy. And, you know, we kind of saw that here with Smoltz, you know, when he was pitching and, and he throws Brian McCann, a, a young mm-hmm. young man, says, you're going to be my guy, you know. And so he was, uh, I'm not saying the pitchers haven't done that down through the years, but that became something he was known for, that, that, that Carlton wanted him behind the plate when he pitched. Uh, that was big. Was well, there was thing? a reason for that. It's because of who he caught before he got to Carlton. Well, Bob Gibson. Bob Gibson. Okay, so if you can catch him and put up with him, you know, yeah, okay, I want you okay, as my catcher. Okay, okay. Well, we would know that because Steve Carlton wouldn't talk to the media. Well, that's so, true. So we, <laughs> he, he, he talk, talk about catching he, the two more. Is it mercurial a good word oh to use? Oh, my goodness, both of them. Both yeah. of them, right? You know what I mean? And, and be able to be on the same page with those guys. And, and while that word defines both of them, one's emotions was right. It wasn't on his sleeve. It was on his knuckles. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. <laughs> With Bob Gibson. Yeah, yeah. And the other one, it seemed like he was, you know, a droid. He, yeah. was, he was lifeless. Yeah. Well, Until he, he got to lifeless. the mound. Yeah. Yeah. We got to get to the mound. And had, but, you know, he just, and you could think what he may have been thinking, but you never knew because he wouldn't. That's right. He, he for you don't, for those who you don't know, these two Hall of Famers who Tim McCarver caught, uh, one has been well chronicled. That's Bob Gibson. But Steve Carlton, the original lefty, by the way, yeah, um, Hall of Fame career, but he was noted for not saying word one to the media. Now think about that today. Going, how many years did he pitch? Was he fifteen oh, plus years? Yeah, well, sure. He Absolutely. never said a word, or maybe it was early on in his career, yeah. and then he just stopped. I forget, I forget. I forget what it was that 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 happened that made Carlton just not talk to anybody, and it got to a point where you were any. Anywhere, any event, and he was there. You knew not to embarrass yourself by going up trying to talk <laughs> yeah, to him. Really? Was, you know what I mean? So, so um, yeah, but that was when I one of them. I know, I know the one you're thinking about when you talk about McCarver. Though. Well, thinking of Dion. Yeah, yeah. That's the first person that popped in mind. For those of you who don't know, go back and YouTube the video when the Braves made. Uh, was it after the World Series win? I don't know. Was that? No, it I thought it was. Or was it the, the championship, the, the conference? Um. It was one of those where the Braves either they're ascended in, yeah, yeah, or and they're in the locker room celebrating, celebrating after the club. Fox is down there. Yeah, McCarver's yeah. there. Who had been saying he he was one of the people who regularly gave his opinion of two sport athletes. Yeah, yeah, and what they were doing and taking away from the game and cheaping it and blah blah blah. It was not said as much about Bo Jackson as it was for Dion, who came second. And was as famous. And Dion's everywhere. Bo wasn't everywhere like Dion. He had more commercials, but Dion's doing Saturday Night Live. Dion's, which by the way, we're going to get to in a second. Okay. And 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 very very visible and was more bolsterous. Oh that yeah. Way, than, oh, yeah. than yeah. Bo was. And Bo. Yeah. So the seasoned announcers, as you remember, took great pride in, in in taking shots at Dion. And when this happened, and he helped the Braves get to that next level, Dion let him know. By dumping a bucket of ice water on him, yeah, twice, yep, <laughs> well, 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 on the air, on the air, while, while he was on the air, and and the cameras caught him, and Dion sneaking through his teammates, and he goes up, and he just, you know, 
dumps a whole bunch of, bunch of water on McCarver. But you know what I, I think? I think that was, and, and you have a number of players from that era who probably were pretty good two-sport athletes. Ryan Jordan. And, and that, but I'm talking about maybe even Tim McCarver. Was probably oh, a, back a, in the day, you talking yeah, about. Yeah, and, and that, that option wasn't wasn't there for them. Nope. Not and professionally so, were you making And you they said, weren't making money at the sport anyway then. A lot right. of them had two jobs. Right, right. And, and, and so I think that's part of what we heard in that in a guy yeah. like him. You know, man, I didn't get a chance to do this. What do you mean you're doing this? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get to play two sports at me. You get two checks? Like, you know, oh, yeah. I and never. So I, I, think, I think that was part of it. Yeah. I really do. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929 Game, 929Game.com. I'd never forget, uh, this is not so much um, McGarver stuff, but the two-sport athlete. I'll never forget Howie Long commenting and, 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 and getting as mad as I can remember seeing Howie Long get when it was known that Bo Jackson had come out and said, he's Kansas City and baseball is my first priority, football is my hobby. Remember that? Yeah. And the yeah. football players went, what would you say? We're your hobby. And Howie Long being who he was then, yeah. he had a whole lot to say. And so I, I just never forget that. Time. They were on the team together. No. Yeah. You know, that, that's the thing. If you're going to be here, I'm, I'm going to be out here sweating two a days, mm-hmm. as they did back then. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> so as we talk about these all-time greats, Sam and Greg Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. McCarver, feel how you will about him. Uh, if you remember him calling games 20-plus years with Joe Buck, with the, the things he did before that, and again, um, a stellar baseball career, again, catching two Hall of Famers. Lost him this week, but one year older, which I didn't really put in perspective. He was 81, but at 82 years old, passing uh, this past week, was probably America's second, third so-called sex symbol, if you will. Was it, was it, who, who was like, you know, you had some folks early on, but... The, the the movie made sex symbol, I guess. Um, Gina Lola Brigida? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I like how you flourished with that. No, I think Sophia, I think it was Sophia Loren? No, I I would say no America though. Oh, I'm America, saying America. America. I'd America. say I'd say that if I think back to the ones that they anointed was Gene Harlow first and then there was Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, Marilyn Monroe. And then I think it was Raquel. Now there were some actresses who were pretty. What's his face in and 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 Shawshank Redemption? Put Rita Harrod's picture up. Yeah, yeah. Hey, wait, be we, quiet. I wait for her to do that thing with her hair. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 uh, Raquel Welch, you're right for for a, a generation. She was uh, the poster. Yeah, very much, very much. But how do we tie this into sports? Oh, obviously, Raquel Welch. If you want to believe the stories, well, actually, it was told by the man himself. Is one of the reasons why Jim Brown retired. Is that fair? He was making a movie. Yeah, he was know. told by Art Modell to get his, you know what, back here. I don't know. If she's the total reason. I didn't say she was total reason. I said she was one of the reasons. But she helped. <laughs> she helped because it was well known that Jim was hanging out with Raquel Welsh. and back in the day, and, and they, who they, knows, were, they, they were a movie together. And they were making. Well, I said hanging out, and then they were making movies together. But yeah. it was her connection to him, and for whatever reason, you know, she was a part of a project that he decided, you know, and future projects that, no, you're not telling me what to do meaning Mr. Owner of the Cleveland Browns. Yep. And after nine years, he shut it down. Nine years with no injuries. That's right. Never missed a game. And left the sport as what was perceived to be, he was perceived to be the GOAT when he left. And by the way, when he was given that piece of hardware, being the GOAT of the NFL, people had to be reminded he was already the GOAT as far as lacrosse. Yep. So 
You talk about these two birthdays that we, you know, Jordan and Jim Brown yesterday versus LeBron and Tiger, December 30th. <laughs> you throw in that little extra lacrosse thing, and I think yesterday, February 17th, wins out. All right, we are moving into the 10 o'clock hour. We are going to introduce you to a man who has been, well, helping us with this show. He is starting off doing a solo act today. You're going to introduce you to our new producer, Max. Also talk about... Uh, <laughs> Some of these things that happened this past week in officiating. The XFL is getting started. Mr. Crenshaw's got an opinion about that. And, of course, casting call later on in the show. It is Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.